Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. We here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we have decided to present an occasional second weekly episode of one of our previous interviews in audio-only format here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 105 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on November 26th, 2021. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most of the listing avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask you to rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. I'm your not-so-humble host, Carp, and today we are in the Hunsuk region of Montreal. And joining me on today's episode, we have Jean-Philippe and Wiener, co-owners of Bira Barra La Maison in Little Italy. And uh, Jean-Philippe is the owner and brewer of Brasserie Silo, which we are at today. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you very much for taking time in your schedule to speak with us today about your delicious beers, your brand, and uh, obviously your love of beer. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you have some beers for us to try today. What beer are we going to try here first? We may, may start with uh, a session IPA, which would, okay, which would be uh, not too uh, high in alcohol. Perfect. Or another choice would be the Ginette is a, is a sour um, hoppy beer with 3.5% uh, alcohol. So this uh, would be a, hmm. another uh, good choice. <laughs> All right, let's go with the hoppy sour to start. Yeah. Right. We'll try two from each from brewery. Or, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's all kind of the same thing. So, so we named uh, the Bira beers uh, like the Hurricane. Mm -hmm. So our first beer was uh, Anne. Thank you. Uh, so we, we, we used the, the alphabetic uh, order and yeah. uh, alternate between uh, boy and girl. Mm -hmm. So this is Jeanette. Perfect. As we do on the show, toast. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's very, that's very delightful. So it's like a lemonade. It's not too, uh, yeah. too yeah. much alcohol. The sourness is just complementing the, the mm -hmm. malt. And uh, there's no bitterness, only uh, tropical fruit uh, happiness. Yeah, no, this is like a super well-balanced beer. We are in cooler temperature now, but to me, this would be more something sitting on your patio, having a couple of these. Uh, I'm, I don't think a metro is too far from here, so even then, it's pretty... Pretty convenient to take public transportation out here from what I remember, so <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, uh, Yina, Jean-Philippe, what brought you together? What's the beer story? So, we're a couple and uh, I was brewing for uh, a lot of years uh, before and Yina uh, wanted to, uh, to open a bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the, that moment, uh, where uh, Jean-Philippe was brewing, they had the opportunity to, uh, to brew beer mm -hmm. in a cooperative which is Ma Brasserie in Montreal. Yep. And then from there, they could uh, sell their beer to other locations. So it was a good opportunity to open a new place. And uh, yeah, I wanted to be part of the project. And um, I also had, um, I, I, I studied uh, at the ITHQ, it's the, the hotelry institution yep. and in Montreal. So I learned a little bit about um, cooking. <laughs> so okay. uh, I had a background uh, uh, about this, so uh, that's why uh, I wanted to uh, open a place with uh, Jean-Philippe to sell his beer, which I really liked al already. And uh, well, it was a good um, opportunity also to open something in a new neighborhood. So, yeah. And that was Bira. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Bira. Yeah, because yeah, I remember I, I've been to Bira a couple times before pandemic uh, times. And you know, it's usually just 
because there's you guys, there's um, Hatticana, and there's a few other in that area. So mm -hmm. it's very, very nice because you can kind of skip to a few breweries in one shot, and you guys yeah. are kind of right in the middle of all that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's true. A, yeah, it's a very opportune place, and it's almost downtown Montreal, so it's, yeah. it's a great location. Yeah, and now I think it's really the neighborhood where there is uh, the most, uh, most breweries, yeah, yeah. Most breweries yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that sure. you can walk one to to another. Yeah, yeah, it's really Montreal and Quebec as a whole, and uh, kind of Eastern Canada. We're really picking up where the breweries are coming along, so it's, it's great that for somebody like myself, I have variety that I could go for, and even just at Bita, grabbing a meal as well mm -hmm. as a beer is always helpful too. So. Yeah, and then what? when you create the silo brand? So a few years ago, I uh, realized that it would be uh, uh, a good idea to, to begin uh, brewing more volume mm -hmm. uh, with uh, another license uh, than the uh, Brasser Artisan, uh, which didn't allow to, to sell uh, in the grocery stores mm -hmm. and other bars. So I wanted to have a, a production brewery. Um, so I started to, to, to search a location uh, and I found this, uh, this place. Mm -hmm. Uh, which was the perfect place because uh, I could have a, a big tap room. We we have a 125 person capacity yeah. here, and we have the, the 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 patio in front, and also the brewery is uh, in the back. The the rent is cheap. Uh, the it's uh, it's easy to uh, to access for industrial uh, works. Mm -hmm. um, we have delivery dock, everything. So. I wanted to to come here and to make more volume and to to start with a, a new brand, uh, so I can focus on um, on the the beer that I really like and mm -hmm. enjoy, uh, which are sessions beers and and uh, and lagers. That's great, and uh, kind of having the two brands out there on the shelves. You know, if I feel like some Bira beers, or if I feel some like Silo beers, or I could do both. So because you guys are right next to each other on the shelves, mm -hmm. it, at least in my neighborhood in, yeah. in Verdun. So. Usually. <laughs> It all depends where you are, right? Because you go to Peluso and it's like, oh, our browns are here, <laughs> our browns yeah. are here. Right? So, yeah. No, that's fantastic. And because uh, I remember when I first contacted you about interviewing for, for Beta and you're like, oh, I have another project. Can you wait a few months? And unfortunately, the pandemic really delayed those few months. But yeah. uh, it's nice that we finally got to meet up and, and talk with you about, about your products and your beers. And so far, this hoppy sour is fantastic. So. Well, the, the Bira brand is really like uh, the beer that we brew for Bira are really like what we're searching for is drinkability. Mm -hmm. So you can drink more than one and easy to drink. So you can take your time to chat with your friends, eat something and yeah, drink. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. To, to buy in pints at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah for sure. Your main focus. <laughs> uh, if I remember as well, you also had guest beers at your Bira location, right? Yeah. Okay. What made you decide to do that? It's, it's not very frequent, I find, it at, at brew pubs and things like that. So. Yeah, it was um, mostly because um, uh, at the beginning when we were uh, brewing uh, with Ma Brasserie, uh, we couldn't do as much beers as we wanted to. Mm -hmm. to. And it's also fun to to have some beers from other breweries to bring some different styles. Like uh, we do not uh, do beers like uh, barrel age, yeah, okay. or, right. so we mm. can buy it from other places that that do them well. Mm -hmm. And um, but right now we still have some guest uh, beers, but we have a lot more of ours. Yeah. And we also have almost all the silo uh, beers on the menu. Yeah. I do, I always like that. I've always thought that's a great concept of you have your, let's say you have 16 taps, 13 are mine, and three are guests. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so 
you obviously want to show the love to your friends in the area and as well like look hey here's our beers first and mm -hmm. then maybe try those guys <laughs> <laughs> well uh, no 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 i don't see that it's not like that <laughs> you, you can try them all yeah. and you can come back for for hours <laughs> yeah. no, that's that's one question i like to ask is somebody either comes here or bira and tries all your beers what are kind other breweries in the area you'd suggest that people try as well in Ansek, you, you, you cannot find uh, a lot of uh, beer places. You mm -hmm. can go to Bruaa uh, on Papineau, okay. which is about a uh, two-hour two walk. Yeah. It's very, very far. Uh, but the, in this particular area, there's, no, there's, there's uh, almost nothing. It's really is uh, an industrial uh, mm -hmm. place with uh, workers uh, that, that come here uh, yeah. the day. Um, in the area of Bira, I think you 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 said it. Uh, Arikana is just uh, one corner, mm -hmm. and we have uh, vice versa, which is uh, very close. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. And I mean, you guys are you know, it's like Little Italy plateau area all at the same time, so it's mm -hmm. a lot of beer where where Bira is, which is great. And that you mentioning like, you know, somebody comes out of the office, comes here for a beer, and then heads home. It's I always like seeing that as well. So mm -hmm. yeah. This is a challenge in the area of, uh, of Chabanel. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the people are not used to go grab a beer after work <laughs> yeah. or, or they, they are used to go uh, far away. So it's uh, kind of new. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, uh, like your podcast, we, we've been hit hard by uh, the pandemic. So we opened in uh, March 2020. Mm -hmm. So uh, we only had three weekends be before be being shut down. So uh, it was like a... A game of stop and go and then yes. now we want people to know that we're here and we have to to reach for them and uh, uh, hope they come back to work yeah. well i mean i've seen the popularity on other uh podcasts and instagrams like people are always outside and you had your obviously your oktoberfest because you have your your mugs so mm. it's you know your name's out there and people are coming here so that's that's a good thing and kind of besides the pandemic obviously what were some other problems you ran into creating beta getting the location and silo like some roadblocks some difficulties you had with both brands i'd say for silo uh, it was the third uh, third uh, bar and brewery that i opened so mm -hmm. uh, i was kind of prepared for everything <laughs> but it, it it went pretty bad anyway because in opening a, 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 a company and a brewery and a bar and it's always very difficult, mm -hmm. but you you have to. I, I cannot name one problem. It's like everyday problem, and it's uh, endless. <laughs> but uh, it's part of the game, and we just get used to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if there's one thing particular to mention uh, for Bira. Yeah, uh, for Bira. Uh, I don't know. At the beginning, it was hard to find a place. I mean, we mm. looked for many in many neighborhoods mm -hmm. around the city. It wasn't that easy because there is a lot of regulations. When you want to open a bar, you cannot open it anywhere you want. Yeah. And so, um, but it ends up where we we are now, so close from from uh, the Marché Jean Talon, Jean Talon Market, yeah. which is very popular, the biggest market in the the city. So uh, it really turns out well for us. <laughs> but uh, we re we really search, like we search for uh, um, for the location for almost six months. Wow. So it was long. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you finally got it, it's like, this is it. Let's let's go right yeah. here. <laughs> it's funny because uh, when I I started looking for a, a production brewery, uh, I, I looked for a few neighborhood, but uh, I went on the Google Street View mm -hmm. uh, for Silo, and 
I came uh, across this building on my computer and I saw the sign and uh, I called the, the, the owner and we, he was like, no, it's not a, it's not a good idea, I don't think, uh, I'm not sure, uh, let's meet and we'll see. And mm -hmm. uh, after that, I, 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 I searched for a few months for other location and finally the, the first thing I, I found on Google Street View was <laughs> the, the right place. Yeah, no, I find it weird, it's, it's the same thing with like, uh, where I used to work. Uh, they were like, oh, these medical marijuana guys wanted to rent from us. I'm like, why not? That's money to be like printing money. And they're like, oh, uh, we don't know. The city doesn't want it. I'm like, don't, don't lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the city, the city wants money. That's what the city wants. So they'll welcome anybody in. It's just the owner of the building. It's up to them. That's the problem uh, sometimes. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that what, what happened here is that uh, a few brewery came to visit the, 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 the location before me and uh, it never, uh, never worked mm -hmm. and also there was an, a zoning issue uh, which was which had to be addressed and uh, but I was willing to to put the money down and yeah. to, to make the, the changes in the in the, um, the regulation and finally the city uh, decided to uh, to to zone uh, differently all the all the the, the street yeah. so I could come here with the with this company uh, so the name Bira and the name Silo where, where'd you come up with those names Mm, uh, be right. Uh, well, we, uh, we were brainstorming for a name for uh, for a while, and the the owner of our local uh, location mm -hmm. uh, just joking one day he was oh bira bira so they are <laughs> yeah. Italians. so it means beers in Italian. Yeah. Yeah. It just and it just went like this on, on his couch. It was like. La <laughs> and we were like, ha ha ha, funny. Yeah, but we are on the Little Italy and we are just under the arch mm -hmm. of the Little Italy. So we, we've, we, we thought about this after and we were like, oh, that's a good... Um, it's pretty simple and obvious. Yeah, but it's a good um, clean day. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how... it catches the eye. Yeah, yeah. to the neighborhood. And uh, so that's where it came from and... Yeah, maison means uh, house beer, yeah. so our beer, so that's it. <laughs> awesome. And Silo, well, what made you decide that? It's, uh, it's always very hard to, to find a name that uh, you don't dislike. Okay. Like it's, it's, uh, it's hard to find a, 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 a name that you like, but it's hard to find one that you, di you don't dislike. Mm -hmm. And the Silo was pretty neutral, and people are always... Uh, misnaming the, the fermenter or the unitanks or you can call them a lot of things but it's not it's not a silo but yeah. people are like oh you have a pretty silo or uh, when they see the can they, they call it a silo so it was like oh yeah let's embrace it and uh, <laughs> we're going to be silo yeah. <laughs> that's great uh you wanted to have another beer yeah, yeah for sure uh, there's a horace which is a saison yeah but we uh, we added spice it's a classic uh, saison dupont like Okay. Uh, beer, but uh, with uh, a few spices like uh, ginger, coriander, and nice. uh, and uh, two peppers. Oh. But it's it's quite subtle. Sounds so, very tasty. So we like to use the the, the spice and the flavors, mm -hmm. uh, but that complements the beer without uh, overpowering. Uh, it. Oh yeah, just on the nose, it's it's saison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. very classic uh, uh, Dupont yeast, mm -hmm. but it would have. Uh, a small um, fruity ginger yeah. flavor. Okay. Mm -hmm. A toast. toast. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we'll get it. <laughs> what kind of like? Because I feel you kind of stuck with like regular styles. It doesn't 
feel you have any big, crazy, bold New Englands or bold barrel age? What, what made yeah. you decide to kind of stick with classic styles from what I'm seeing? Yeah, it's, um, right now we see a lot of brewery uh, focusing on, uh, on uh, bold uh, mm -hmm. dessert beer yeah. or, or sweet IPAs. And I don't necessarily dislike them, but uh, it seems like everything is very uh, uh, narrow right now. Everything is the same. Uh, because we try to to explore and to uh, get uh, uh, new things, uh, we end up with all the same things, which is uh, a little bit weird. Yeah. But uh, in the classic styles, we have a lot of diversity. Sometimes you, you don't realize it because it, it seems like it's all the same. But uh, there's so many diversity in just uh, blonde lager. Yeah. I, I could. Yeah. Uh, I, I have like five pale lagers on tap right now, and they don't taste the same. So uh, I like to explore uh, things like that. And we, uh, we, we have a, a collaboration that we've made with uh, Epitaph, mm -hmm. uh, Jean-Philippe Barbeau. Uh, so uh, it's, a, it's a New England pale ale. So it's really uh, near a, a New England IPA. It's, it really is a hop bump with uh, lots of, uh, of uh, hoppy flavors with uh, all the hops in the fermenter, very, uh, lots of dry hopping. Mm -hmm. So, so, so it's a, it's a very nice beer too, but we only have one, uh, and we have a Leandre, which is, which is a double dry up IPA. So, so we, we, we brew them, but they're not the core of our lineups. It's, it's one uh, mm -hmm. with the, with the other. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and like I said, it's, it's classic style. So it's, it's very simple to, you know, it's not, uh, what hops are in here and, myself like I know what hops I like in my New England so I try and find those but sometimes it's just like oh there's a label that I can't make out anything so it's let's just grab it and drink it and worst case scenario it's a drain pour which uh, is rare for me but uh, there's been some so. mm -hmm. yeah. yeah but yeah people want to know uh, which hops are in their uh, New England IPA mm -hmm. double dry up and uh, sometimes it's very hard to uh, even for brewers like me which I'm doing this for the past 20 years and Honestly, it's very hard to uh, to differentiate the the ops. So you try to get uh, something logical out of the labels and what brewers say mm -hmm. and taste, and it's very very hard. But no one pays attention if uh, there's a pale lager with uh, Tetnanger ops, uh, and if you use it, if you use the Alerto Mittelfru, it will taste mm -hmm. a, a lot different. And if if you use the Saz uh, Czech hop, yeah. it will be very very different. And in those beers, you can really taste the difference because it's not too overpowering. So it's, it's not uh, too strong. So you have a lot of nuance uh, to, uh, to, to try to learn the difference between the ingredient, ingredients. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you mentioned you've been brewing 20 years. What, what started your brewing? Like, what was, where, did you start home brewing or you went to school because you're like, oh, I want to make beer? Like, where, where did that start? I started uh, very young, okay. and I wanted to have cheap beer from my, <laughs> from my house, and uh, it's a classic uh, homebrewer thing, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I quickly uh, got uh, trapped inside this uh, new hobby, and I wanted to know everything and to, to brew uh, all the styles and with all the ingredients and, and to, to know everything. And then uh, after college, I decided to, to give it a shot and to try to, uh, to get a job. So uh, in 2005, I started uh, brewing at uh, McCausland Brewery. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was uh, mostly uh, filtering and transferring beers and uh, uh, using, using the centrifuge uh, on the weekend. Uh, and after a few months, I, I, I went to, uh, to, uh, to brew in a new brewery that was opening. And then uh, 
from there I, I, I brewed in uh, several uh, breweries and uh, my focus was to open a brew pub in Montreal. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then in 2011, uh, me with another partner, we opened uh, La Succursale on uh, Masson Street, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, when we opened, we, we had only four beers. There was a porter, a bitter, an old beer and a kolsch. So at that time, people thought I was um, not crazy. They, yeah. they, they only thought that I was uh, I didn't like uh, beer because there was they, they, there was no IPAs and yeah. uh, they didn't understand uh, why I didn't have any big beers. And they co some people compared me to Dieu uh, du Ciel and it was yeah. like, Dieu du Ciel is way better and Dieu du Ciel is really great, but they're making a, a strong strong beers in comparison with that menu with yeah. bitter porter alt and coach. So it was very uh, challenging for for uh, for some uh, beer geeks at the time, <laughs> and fast forward ten years, uh, now people are getting what I uh, <laughs> what I wanted to yeah. to, to say. Uh, it's great, and hearing your journey, like as you kind of condensed it, obviously, but it's it's fantastic that you've been, you know, so committed to to the industry for twenty years, and uh, obviously, I mean, beer has been around ten years. How long is Bita? Uh, it was. Uh, it's gonna be six years yeah, in January. This year, yeah. Oh, okay, I thought it was a little longer, but yeah, just because your name, Brian. It's I, I rec when I started my beer journey in Montreal. It's like, oh, Bita, who are these guys? And oh, they're right next to these guys. They're right next to you guys. So it's it's convenient little uh -huh. beer trip yeah, mm -hmm. in the main. And then if you know, I, I live in Verdun, so it's oh, uh, I've had a few too many, but I didn't drive because I'm metro right there so yeah. let's take the safe metro uh, bus yeah. uh, metro bus yeah, home so. that's right it's only one minute one minute walk yeah <laughs> it's it's great and um i i look forward to, to getting to know this location in the future as well but uh, i'll be honest like bira being right there next to a metro it's i'm probably gonna uh, go there more so. <laughs> yeah it's a little bit harder to come to to come here yeah but um it's quite different than the the other brewery, you mm -hmm. can tell that there's a trend with a brewery tap room when when Catherine opened and mm -hmm. then Avantgarde and then Messarem, yeah. which is the same the same type of of functioning. Mm -hmm. You only order at the bar and everything is made in the back and and people can just take the space as they, as they want. And uh, what we have uh, special is that we, we use the, maybe you don't see there, uh, but uh, the Lucar taps, which are a uh, um, check, uh, check tap, mm -hmm. uh, which allowed us to, to have a perfect control on the foam and on the, the texture of the beer. So we really, really work on, uh, on uh, very foamy pores. Uh, so we have oversized uh, buck mm -hmm. and uh, uh, ch check buck mainly, but now uh, for the Oktoberfest, we had the, the, the German one, and then we have the, the the ceramic stein, uh, yeah. which uh, arrived uh, last uh, week, but uh, we always pour the beer with a lot of foam, mm. and it's uh, it's uh, it's maybe challenging for some uh, regular customer because they're like, why do don't I yeah. get more beer? But yeah. uh, we explain to them that uh, it's really part of the experience, and if you want to drink, drink uh, German classic beers and and Czech classic beer, uh, foam is just uh, as important as the beer. Yeah, I listened to a, a show and they were talking about that. It, I think it's in the check that they pretty much just serve you the foam yeah. and you kind of ch chug it. Yeah, well, I, I, I changed t-shirt uh, the last minute this morning, but I, I could have uh, shown you. Yeah, okay. uh, but uh, we, we, uh, we uh, it's mainly a Pilsner Urquell, which mm. is a very, very big uh, Czech uh, yeah. brewery that uh, popular, popularized uh, this, uh, this uh, three pour um, 
system. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the first pour is uh, the, the classic Hladinka, they say. Uh, so you have uh, three, uh, three uh, fingers of foam and then beer. And the, the, the foam that are created, that is created with the, the, the special Looker mm -hmm. tap is uh, very wet. So it's not a, a dry foam that, yeah. uh, that you can uh, blow on. It's, it's yeah. really a, a, a lot of liquid. Yeah, it's yeah. thick and it's uh, creamy. And it, it. So uh, the other um, uh, pour is the Schnitz, which uh, is the same in German. It's, mm -hmm. It means uh, half, half pour. So if you want to go, uh, it's the last one of the night you, you yeah. don't want. It's a, uh, it's a little bit uh, macho uh, because the guys don't want to uh, be seen with a small glass. It's, uh, it's the story as the story goes. So uh, you you can only uh, you can order a half pour with the big in the big glass. So you have a little bit empty space and then uh, three or four uh, um, finger of, of foam and a little bit of beer in the in the bottom. And the Mlico is a uh, only only foam, mm -hmm. and they uh, usually uh, if you order it in Prague, uh, they will say you you need to chug it. Yeah, like yeah. one one take. It's like a big shooter of uh, sweet oh, yeah. foam, so you need to try it. But uh, I, I wasn't uh, able to yeah. do it. No, <laughs> I mean at but, some point. I mean speaking of that, so what I like to ask is uh, a beercation you'd like to go on. So a beer vacation. Now obviously you're very busy with both friend brands. So yeah. let's say you finally have a couple of weeks where you. Could travel where's where's those like beer vacations you want to go on we we're we're waiting for the opening of the border so we yeah. can go back to united states which is which is uh, very close and we we wanted to to go back to shilling brewery in uh new hampshire mm -hmm. and uh, to uh notch uh, in, in salem uh, near boston uh, which are very uh, very good brewery for uh, for lagers uh, and they're very nice places too we we really like to go to suarez and uh, we, we like to go to uh, to Brooklyn. We, there's a, a lot of new breweries uh, there, and we didn't go for the, the past uh, three, four years. Yeah, I was in Brooklyn November 2019, and uh, I'm like, I don't have enough time. Yeah. I was there for a weekend with my father to watch football and stuff, and I'm just, we don't have enough time to visit all these breweries. So. <laughs> but I, 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 what I can see that there's kind of a trend because uh, five years ago you could you could only and. Right now, it's a little bit this, this thing too, but you, you could only take, uh, find uh, sour beers mm -hmm. and fruit beers and uh, hoppy, very, very hoppy, sweet beers. And sometimes you can see I really like lagers and, yeah. and yeah. blonde, uh, clear beers and, uh, and uh, drier and less sweeter. Uh, so it, it's kind of getting hard. So you, we usually try to, to go and uh, search for the, the, the classic styles uh, brewery. And those guys are really uh, doing a, a very uh, good job at uh, popularizing the, the, those, those kind of beers. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you got another beer we can try here? Yeah. Uh, so we can go into the, 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 the silo um, brand. Mm -hmm. So this one is uh, the Lager beer, which is, um, which is uh, brewed uh, in, uh, in the style of uh, Franconian uh, lager. So they, they don't really... Um, Use style classification. You, you could, you can try to classify mm -hmm. their beer, but it's not, it's not the point. Uh, they, they usually just brew the same uh, family lager for the last uh, 200 years, and all they want is to have a, a clean, blonde ale, ale yeah. with uh, with a local ingredient. And uh, so this is a, a classic blonde lager, uh, which is not in 
not really in the style of Helles or, or Kellerbeer, or it's just mm -hmm. a kind of a lager. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I told oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said pros. Oh, that's, yeah. That's something my palate likes. <laughs> so this is only Tetlang hop. So you can taste a little bit of, um, of um, anise. Yeah. So, so we use only um, German ingredient mm -hmm. with a heirloom um, a malt variety, which is called uh, Barke. They, uh, that got out of, fash of fashion because it, it got uh, um, a lower yield in the field. But uh, uh, Wireman, which is a very, very good uh, malt company in, uh, in Bamberg, uh, is uh, popular, popularizing it uh, mm -hmm. right now. So uh, this is a very multi, um, multi uh, yeah. vari variety. Yeah. yeah, no, this is something that I see myself like, easily drinking a bunch of. This is very much what I would start my night with and just go from there. And then at the end of the night, oh, I'm going to go something for big and bold to end my night. But this is something I would just sit down and have two, three pints of like that, no problem. Mm -hmm. so. It's a perfect beer for the, for, for the, the patio with, the, <laughs> with <Yeah>. this time. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. So I have noticed kind of between the Bitter brand to the Silo brand, there's like a big transformation of labeling. What made you decide to diversify your, your names, your labeling and things like that? We really wanted uh, two different brands. Okay. So we want people to, to, we want to get attention for the bar. Uh, at Bira, we want people to to uh, to get the beer, try them, and then want to to come and visit us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and well, I mean, uh, there's even a little map. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So. There's a map and the address, and we we want people to come and visit us. That's the main uh, the main focus. And uh, for Silo, it's uh, it's a little bit different. We we want to uh, to popularize uh, clean blonde lager mm -hmm. and and uh, session beers. And uh, all those styles have in common that they are usually very uh, simple on paper, uh, but with a lot of uh, subtle complexity. So we uh, we we um, started with the uh, this yeah. design, which is just uh, a scale, mm -hmm. so you can recognize the silo, but without designing it, it's only the I said scale, but I mean ladder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a miniature uh, uh, <laughs> that, that changes on, uh, on every cans. Mm -hmm. So uh, it got confusing uh, quite fast. <laughs> but uh, what we wanted to is that people have to have to to pay attention to the can if they want to know what's inside yeah. and uh, to different differentiate mm -hmm. them. So it's the same with uh, if you if I give you five blonde beer, maybe you see you you tell you say it's all the same. But if you pay attention, you'll see that there's a difference. Yeah, I like to say I have a consumer palate, so I'm not like super advanced in any way. I'm probably not getting a cicerone anytime soon, but I can tell like oh you know this one's a little maltier than this one, and oh this one has some different hops. Like I'm not really really good at tasting, but I know what I like. Obviously, your lager beer. I'm, Fantastic for me, but you know it's not uh, important that uh, people uh, people don't have to, to to get a lot of knowledge knowledge to appreciate appreciate beer. Yeah. So what we want is that people can taste a beer and like it and uh, have a good time with their friends. So we we decided to uh, to to use uh, like um, instead of getting uh, uh, telling people to to use this kind of glass and this mm -hmm. temperature and this pairing, uh, we decided that. Uh, Beer is not complicated. You like it, you don't like it, 
That's all it counts. So, so we, we, uh, we use little uh, phrase uh, at the back like uh, à boire au soleil, uh, okay. to, to, to drink uh, in the mountain, to, to drink in the park. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like an anti-indication. Mm -hmm. We don't want people to get, uh, com to, to get complicated uh, experience with our product. Oh, it's fantastic. And, you know, oh, have one in the park. It's a nice sunny day. I'll have one. <clears throat> if it's fall, have like, you know, something like a pumpkin beer or something like that. It's, <laughs> it's always good to, you know, you're not really yeah. pushing your direction, but you're making a good suggestion. It's the same thing with glassware. You know, a lot of new breweries, they'll put the glassware, the suggestion on the bottom. And I'm just like, I'm going to use my classic craft glass. It's, I'm yeah. not switching my glass each and every time. I'll rinse it out but I'm not going to change it every That's time. That's right. So. We, we really like uh, beautiful glasses and we mm -hmm. have a lot of, uh, of different uh, glasses. Yep. We have like 10 uh, mm -hmm. with the Salo brand and we, we really like that they, they have a, a story and uh, if you, you go into a certain region uh, of the world, they, they use only this glass and they, 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 have, they are meaningful. But at the end of the day, you want to have a beer, you have a beer and yeah. uh, that's it. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't have to... to to, it doesn't have to be complicated. No, no, that's it. Beer definitely doesn't have to be complicated. It can be, obviously, you know, yeah, when seeing Masorum earlier, they had a crazy like two year anniversary and it's like all these beers. And I'm just like, but I only like those two. So yeah. <laughs> that was for me, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. And you obviously have quite the lineup between the two brands as well. So if anybody really wants to kind of experience the rainbow in a sense, they easily can. Yeah, that's right. We have uh, a lot of diversity because we are focusing on uh, when people come to Bira, uh, if they want a sour beer, they, they, they need, they, we need to have one. If, you, if they want a New England IPA, we need to have one. If we have a West Coast IPA, we have a, a very diverse menu because we want uh, people to have uh, access to everything. Uh, if they come to Silo, it's a little bit different. It's, it's more like uh, we have 12 taps. Uh, one of them is uh, cider and mm -hmm. 11 of them is like, today I'm telling you that is what I like. Do yeah. you want it? It's, it's a little bit different. When you go to a brewery, you, you go to uh, discover what they're, what they're doing. With uh, Bita or uh, Silo, could you see yourself? Because I know a lot of craft breweries are starting to do craft soda. So that, you know, a father could come in with a son, the father could have a beer and the son could have, let's say, a root beer or a ginger ale. Could, do you see yourself maybe doing one of those in the future? I didn't give it too much, too much thought because we're pretty uh, busy with mm -hmm. uh, making beer. And I think we, we have a lot, of, a lot. As I said, I, I was brewing for the, the past 20 yeah. years, but I, I think I, I have a lot to learn uh, to this day. And uh, we're, we're always uh, working on the... On the the production, mm -hmm. the recipe, the, 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 the way to do things. Uh, so I don't want to go into too much directions and we can always uh, buy a soda or yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't want to start a, a soda brand mm -hmm. for, for now. It's for now. It's not, it's not a, an idea that we, uh, we want. Yeah. I mean, especially with silo, it's, you know, you open during the pandemic restrictions. Oh, it's open. Oh, it's closed again. Oh, it's open. Yeah. Okay. Well now it's just over. So it's, you know, you're, you're running in circles while trying to keep the business obviously afloat, both businesses. So it's, uh, I cannot see the amount of hoops you've had to jump through in the last two years with everything that's been going on. So it's, uh, <laughs> the fact that you're still yeah. here, you survived, you, you're strong on the shelves, at least in my neighborhood at, at, uh, I use multi hops. Oh yeah. And that's right. they're small and you're all over the shelves. So you're, you're obviously, yeah, they're good ambassadors yeah. uh, at multi hops. <laughs> we have to say so. this. 
it's it's good and and it's i'm very thankful that a lot of uh breweries survived the pandemic mm -hmm. so and even yeah. some opened i mean we've interviewed in ontario we interviewed five breweries that opened during the pandemic yeah uh -huh. so yeah, yeah. When, when it when you're going uh, into this direction you you cannot go back uh, <laughs> yeah. pandemic or not yeah. but that that's right maybe we uh <laughs> we didn't talk talk thought about yeah. the new ideas because we were so busy with the plexiglass and the new uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, regulation and uh, we're open or not or what are we going to do with the financing and yeah. it was very uh, complicated yeah. well i mean i assume your hours like the more things open your hours are going to change you're going to maybe bring in an extra employee to bring in more people to drink your beer right so uh yeah well at, at BR we're open every day mm -hmm. uh, already but uh here it's uh we're only open three days a week because it's, uh, it's not busy enough. So uh, we're going to work on that uh, yeah. slowly. But uh, uh, as the sole owner, I, I have to focus on things. And uh, right now, the, the cans and uh, selling kegs to other, other, uh, other bars mm -hmm. is uh, our main focus. Cool. Uh, now, you mentioned you did a brew, uh, collab with Evtath yeah. and you used to co-op at Ma Brasserie. Could you see yourself doing any future collaborations coming up or you know uh, yeah. you mentioned Masorum, uh, you worked at McCoslin obviously that's something different with McCoslin but any kind of future collabs you'd like to do even dream collabs like traveling to the U.S. and, and uh, brewing in New Hampshire and things like that yeah um, in the pandemic it was a uh, it was a uh, it was uh, quite weird to do collabs because the the idea be behind the, the collabs is supposed to be that you're going to share mm -hmm. uh, ideas and, and uh, uh, work uh, uh, methods and then you're going to go to this place and they're going to come. And I, I didn't want to uh, share anything <laughs> between the, <laughs> the, uh, within the pandemic. So uh, we really waited uh, this, this summer to, to do our first collabs. But we, uh, we've made a few beers with, uh, with uh, specialized uh, Magazine. Stores? <laughs> with, yeah. with stores, yeah. yeah. With stores. Uh, so we, we've made beer for uh, Bois Grain, which is in Ansic. We, we've made a beer for Cheers. And uh, in a few days, uh, we're going to have a new, uh, new beer with uh, Vetune Bière. Okay. Uh, so th those were the, the collabs that we've made uh, in the last years. And I, I have a few ideas for, uh, for new collabs, but uh, I'm going to talk with the people uh, first <laughs> before uh, <laughs> but we have it. a collab with uh, dispenser that is mm -hmm. uh, on the shelves yeah, right, right now uh, in uh, many uh, many stores beer stores it's called Jean Lou we've made it with well Arnaud the, the brewer yeah. over there it was uh, started brewing with Jean-Philippe at La Scursale and uh, we made this collab for our third anniversary, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And it's still, yeah. it's still brewing. Yeah, they're still brewing it. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping Dispenser is a future interview, but speaking with Arnaud, he's very busy right now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him, yeah, if you want you know, to talk may, with may, Arnaud. Maybe yeah. after the holidays, <laughs> we'll talk. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, let's try one more beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe we can continue on this lager trend. Yeah, that's, I'm more than happy about that. Yeah, there's uh, too much to choose from, but <laughs> let's go with this. So this is our latest uh, lager that we brewed for uh, Oktoberfest. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to, we, we've made an event, but we, uh, I didn't want to call it Oktoberfest. I wanted to, to call it uh, Chabanel Beerfest okay. <laughs> because uh, in north of, uh, 
Bavaria, they don't really uh, celebrate Oktoberfest. They, they mm -hmm. call it with the, the neighborhood name. So uh, we're not in Bavaria, so I decided to, to call it uh, Chabanel Beerfest. So this is a Dunkel, Dunkel mm -hmm. lager, so a, a clean uh, brown lager, very, very deep color, very yeah. malty. Not too much hoppiness, but uh, very open. Perfect. Oh, yes. A toast! <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare to see a dunkel out. I, got, I yeah. don't see a lot of Quebec breweries making dunkels, so. That's right. <laughs> we see more often, but usually the brown beers are a little bit uh, mm. harder, harder to sell. But where, when there's an event, like when there's a, this is the right season, September and October, people are just looking for this, yeah. for their, their event. And it's a very satisfying beer because it's, uh, it's very dark, but it's not sweet at all. It's very uh, drinkable. Yeah, yeah. Another like super crush, uh, I like to say crushable, you know, easily a fall beer, you know, I'd have one of these, I'd probably have a pumpkin beer. I love pumpkin beers, so that's myself. I know people who think they're disgusting and those people are great <laughs> to me, but, um, it's, no comments. you know, you mentioned the Coslin, I'm, a 35 minute walk from McCausland, so it's like, oh, I'll take a walk. Oh, I'm at McCausland. Oh, I guess I'll have a pumpkin. Oh, beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they're unfortunately their terrace is closed, but uh, they, yeah, yeah, I they close it too early. But it's getting very yeah. cold. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, for an afternoon beer, it's still uh, it's still warm. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, you know, there's still obviously your patio is still open. I know Missorum's um, theirs is still open. I'm sure. Do you still have your? Do you, do you still have the small terrasse at Bira as well? Yeah, we uh, have. Street, it's, so. it's a big yeah. terrasse. It's yeah. uh, 50, okay. 50 people Place. plus yeah. uh, three uh, three tables. Uh, and yes, we're still open. Uh, well, we can be open until the end of October, so mm -hmm. we stay open until the end of yeah. October. Awesome. So I, I know things are are still constantly changing, but for both brand, what's what's next? Rentability. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're working on this because, uh, yeah, you, we don't like to talk about pandemic all the time, but the, yeah. it, it's, it's there. Yes. I mean, we, yes. we, we had a, a lot of loans uh, to survive. So, uh, yeah, that's the main, um, the main focus right now. What can we do to, to just survive uh, another two, three, five years? Mm -hmm. Uh, so what's next? Uh, we're gonna continue to uh, to uh, um, to have a new new beers on our lineups. Yeah, there but is a beer uh, uh, from Bira that is uh, coming on uh, small uh, cans yeah. that is uh, planned before Christmas. Okay. Um, one of our um, regular from before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So. That's a surprise, but, and also we have our anniversary, uh, sixth anniversary on January, so we're gonna work on this, maybe some special beers for that, a small batch, I don't know. We're not, uh, we're talking about it, yeah, but it's yeah. not, uh, it's not decided yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, running two brands, obviously, it's very busy, so it's great that you're co-owners uh, at the same time, so at least one of you takes the beta load and the other one does everything here, so it's... You're obviously both very busy. That's why when I asked vacation, I'm like, when you actually have free time, <laughs> obviously you're probably not going to have free time anytime soon, yeah. but I'm sure there will be at some point. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so for now, we're, we're really focusing on just growing the business, uh, the, the bar here, the bar at Vira, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, a few new, new, new brands. But uh, we don't want to, uh, to have uh, 10 uh, yeah. new beers uh, every month. Uh, we're going to go uh, slowly. 
No, and, and like I said, at MultiHops, you guys are, when I could get you on the shelves, like I find with MultiHops, especially the, the beer scene in Verdun is really starting to grow. So if I don't get there when Book A or whoever shows up to deliver their beer, I'm not getting it. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing with, like, you mentioned you did a beer with Boutique Cheers. At least they have, I can order, like, during the pandemic, I was ordering online. Yeah. And which was great because they'd be like, oh, uh, Michael, like, yeah, that's, give me the beer, dude. I got to go drink because <laughs> the world's on fire. So. Yeah. <laughs> No, and, uh, you know, obviously things are, are chugging along and you keep going and Beta is still very open and that's, that's fantastic. And I look forward to the future for, for both brands for you. So. Thank, Thank you. you. That's awesome. Uh, I got no other question. Your beers are absolutely fantastic today. Uh, let the audience know where they can find you. Uh, you can find us on uh, Bira Bar à Bière Maison and Instagram and Facebook, uh, Bira.ca, B-I-R-R-A.ca. Uh, and for silo, it's bière silo, b i e r e s i l o dot com. Instagram and Facebook too. Okay, so we're gonna add all that in the show notes. Uh, just click on the links and add them on all your social media and check out their websites. If you're ever in Montreal, definitely check out Beta and Silo. Uh, as for us, if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and hit the notification bells for new episodes every Friday at noon. Uh, as well, we can be found on all social media, at All Beer Inside is our handle. If you want to follow me, it's at Killer Carpe Diem. And as I said, all episodes, drink craft, not crap.